0: chief's kingdom will raise a banner above the national football league again for the second time in four seasons
1: the lombardi trophy has a red and gold reflection here's the throw it's cut off Messi slides
0: in safely and the royals take the lead bobby witt jr comes through
1: City, baby, in 2026!
2: <laughs> well What's up, all of our amazing followers? We're here, the Power & Light Podcast, episode 15, one 5 Patrick Mahomes, and I'm here with the amazing Preston Graber, the amazing Jude Miley, and Josiah. So... <laughs> Why don't you say shalom to everyone, guys? Shalom.
1: Shalom.
0: <laughs> shalom. Alright, that just kicks it off. I think we're gonna start it off with speed run. Yeah, we are. We're gonna start off with speedrun. We're gonna try to go this. We're trying to do this nice and quick. Ready? We're gonna start with MLB with me. Shohei Otani, all eyes are on the Japanese superstar. News about a trade is very limited and is looking less and less likely. The Angels organization has made it clear that they are listening to offers, but they definitely want to keep their star for now. Regardless of what they say, all of the media is watching the dual threat pitcher slash hitter as he continues one of the greatest seasons of all time. Besides Shohei, I, besides Shohei, eyes will shift back to the young Reds phenom, Ellie De La Cruz, at the second half of the season begins. De La Cruz has been incredible in the short amount of time he has played and has captivated his audience each and every night. He is a big part of the Reds' success story this year, but not so much going into the second half. All right,
2: guys, NBA. NBA summer league has wrapped up in Las Vegas, starting with the number one overall pick. Victor Wembanyama made his preseason Preseason debut, shooting a very mediocre 2-for-13. Th- is Wimbenyana a bust already? No, calm down. This is preseason. His shooting and offense in general was clearly affected by the speed of joining the NBA, while on the defensive side he showed a ton of promise. Victor had five blocks as well as just holding his own against real NBA players. In his second game, Victor made a huge jump in the game two with 27 points and 12 rebounds. Bounce back is a huge, is huge in professional sports, and that's a crazy good bounce back. Your summer league champions are the Cleveland Calvillaires, which is not how you say it.
0: Let's go Cavs. But that's how I see it, so yeah. They beat your Rockets, Preston.
2: We're getting to that. They are led by Isaiah Mobley, the brother of the rising star Evan Mobley, who won the MVP award for the game. The Houston Rockets fell short 99 The 78 but making it to the finals in the summer league is a positive similar to winning spring training in baseball outside oh wait it means next to nothing but it shows that a franchise has some young talent outside of summer league damian Lillard is at the front of nba news as he still remains in portland awaiting a trade he has made it clear he wants to go to the miami heat and pair up with jimmy butler But Miami is not as interested as he is. Reports are coming out that the Boston Celtics, L.A. Clippers, and the Philadelphia 76ers are all interested in Lillard. The package will be massive to acquire. The packages will be massive to acquire, Dame. so this will take time. Whoever pursues him, though, will get a different kind of time. Dame time. And if you don't like that last sentence,
0: you can talk to Josiah. All right, on to Kansas football. KU has had a very busy few months, as Lance Leipold, continues to build on the success he had last year he looks far into the future with a huge focus on recruiting the class of 2024
3: Preston that's your class yeah I'm going to KU
0: his focus has paid off so far with his huge commitments in the recent months light just landed four-star yes Brinkley I think it might be Darius I don't know who is one of the highest recruits Kansas football has ever brought in. Brinkley is just part of the huge couple of months KU recruiting has had. To cap it all off, Kansas quarterback Jalen Daniels was named not only preseason Big 12 first team quarterback, but also preseason offensive player of the year. Lots of expectations for the young man, but this should add some motivation. Onto Preston with K-State football.
3: Will Howard is at the helm for the Wildcats this year with a two headed monster in the backfield between Treshawn Ward, transfer from Florida State, and D.J. Giddens, sophomore, who was freshman of the year last year in the Big 12. We also have the greatest tight end in the league behind Brock Bowers. We have Ben Sennett at tight end, and then we have a senior-led defense with Kobe Duke and uh, Savage on defense.
1: Steve R. NFL. Running backs are the of news right now as three major running backs failed to acquire a long-term extension. These running backs are the Las Vegas Raiders' Josh Jacobs, the New York Giants' Saquon Barkley, and Dallas' Tony Pollard. All three were franchise-tagged, but only Pollard signed the tag. That means that Jacobs and Barkley will sit out training camp and possibly even the season if they don't get what they want. Other running backs, Dalvin Cook and Ezekiel Elliott, are still available as teams enter training camp. All this news has proved something people are starting to realize. Running backs just aren't valued the same as they used to be. Moving off running backs, DeAndre Hopkins is signed with the Tennessee Titans. (laughs) On a two-year $26 million contract, Hopkins' addition gives the Titans a little bit of hope on a faceless offense.
0: Well done. Excellent speed run. Do you want to bounce, Preston? Do you want to bounce back to MLB or NBA at all? Do you want to make any comments about what we said there before we go on to DeAndre Hopkins?
3: You know, I'm good for the NBA. I mean, yeah. There's nothing great, right now. great for the Summer League champion Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, it means it absolutely means nothing. nothing. <laughs> I, mean, I, I could care less about them, although they're like my second favorite team behind the Rockets. So I have the top two teams that go in there. Uh, MLB trade deadlines in two or three weeks, I think.
0: It's uh, August 1st. Okay, so,
3: yeah, really soon. I'm starting Uh, to
0: hear more news that Shohei Otani is not going to be traded unless an entire farm comes
3: in. Yeah, the only thing I've heard is Otani to the Mariners. No other teams have the capital that they want to give up. But, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's baseball. Baseball is boring right now, so.
0: Alright, so we are recording this episode on Wednesday, July 19th. And that means 50 days from today, Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs will take on Jared Goff and, and your press engraver, your Detroit Lions, on no. NFL, NFL's kickoff day. It's 50 days away. It's time to start the official countdown.
3: I'm just now realizing that I had the Lions going 17-0, and I had the Chiefs going 17-0. So, that's... That's kind of awkward for my, you. Yeah, there, there goes that week one.
0: First prediction. Hey, predictions aren't locked in. We have 49 days to lock in our NFL okay, predictions.
3: Okay. Yeah, day 30, I'll have my full season prediction out. Who's yeah. going to win the first game? Uh, that undisclosed at the moment. <sighs> to be announced.
0: So, let's go to DeAndre Hopkins. Now, DeAndre Hopkins was someone that possibly could go to the Chiefs through talks, but that did not happen. He went to the Tennessee Titans. And besides Derrick Henry, this offense, like I said, like Jude said in a speed run, is pretty faceless. Right now they have Ryan Tannehill at quarterback. And throughout the season, hopefully for their franchise, Will Levis will take over. What, Preston, what, what do you think was going through DeAndre Hopkins' mind when he decided to go to the Titans?
3: Well, from what I heard, the Chiefs were the only other option he had. And so he did get I, an offer
0: from the Patriots.
3: Well, yeah, but he just he d- doesn't yeah. like Belichick, so that wouldn't work out. I think the only thing he didn't like about the Chiefs was them not offering quick enough, and he just wanted to get on a team, I think, and show up at training camp for part of it. Yeah. Jude,
0: what will DeAndre Hopkins' impact be on that Titans offense?
1: I just see a wild card now, like, where once was a 5-12, and now becomes a wild card spot, and I'm just, I'm excited for DeAndre Hopkins to make an instant impact on the culture and the team of the Tennessee Titans.
0: I I agree with you in the sense that he does have a big impact, not just himself, but opening the passing game allows for Derrick Henry to be more deadly. Preston, how will Mike Vrabel use DeAndre Hopkins compared to how he's used receivers in the past? What makes him different?
3: He won't get used. It's that simple. They don't throw the ball. Now, that being said, I think that Tannehill will be out within the first six games and Levis will come in. Levis doesn't like handing the ball off. He doesn't run the ball often. You know the highlight reels of him. You saw him trucking players. But they have Derrick Henry. I mean, he's been a workhorse back for the past few years, so I just don't see a system that Rabel can put in where DeAndre Hopkins gets those 1,200 to 1,400 receiving yards because even A.J. Brown only got 1,100 when he was there as a Titan.
0: I think Derrick Henry right now is the only player in the league, or the only running back in the league that's keeping the position alive. Obviously, there's a lot of... There's a lot of talk right now about running backs. We can't really get too far into it, but it sounds like people are feeling bad for a position, especially the 30 to 60-year-old range, because running backs were huge when they were kids. So there's like this emotional attachment to the position, and now that it's more of a passing game, people are frustrated that they're not getting paid, that Saquon Barkley, Josh Jacobs, Tony Pollard aren't getting extensions. But Derrick Henry is the only one keeping that kind of alive. Derrick Henry is an alien. Micah, I have to ask you. Derrick Henry, has he ever been on your fantasy football team? And how special is he as an alien? He has not been on my fantasy football team.
2: I don't believe so. So I would not really know. But I know he is definitely one of the best, if not the best.
0: So... He's pretty special as an alien, apparently. So, I would say I would say I did a disservice to Nick Chubb because Nick Chubb is also an elite running back. But these guys just don't get paid very much anymore because you don't need them. Just look at the teams that were in the Super Bowl: Kansas City Chiefs, Philadelphia Eagles. We had Isaiah Pacheco, a seventh rounder on a rookie contract, and the Eagles had Miles Sanders on a rookie contract, and they let him walk for what was it, eight million dollars? Where did he go? Where did Miles Sanders go? He went to the Carolina Panthers for 8 million. I mean, that's not a lot of money, but the Eagles were like, go ahead, because we have, we have the passing offense. So, Jude, do, do you remember who Julio Jones is?
1: Um, he was an old wide receiver of Matt Ryan's, if I remember correctly.
0: This is true. He was with Atlanta. But then, just a couple years ago, he went over to Tennessee to revive his career. How similar will, well, for our listeners, he did not have a ton of success. How will, how similar was Julio Jones' stint in Tennessee be to DeAndre Hopkins?
1: Not similar. I mean, Julio was kind of like washed at that point in his career, right? So like, there's not much left to squeeze out of him. But DeAndre Hopkins can still catch balls. <laughs> I don't know the comedy, but there's some guys laughing. But...
3: <laughs> Julio.
1: I, yeah. But I think DeAndre Hopkins is just He's got the
0: longevity that Julio does not have. That's, that's well said. <laughs> Julio. Hey, Julio Jones almost had a Super Bowl ring if it wasn't for 28-3. to 3. Is that right? 28-3? to 3?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Thomas Edward Brady. This is true. Is his middle name Edward or are you just making that up? I don't know if it's Edward. Like, yeah. I think that would fit, though. I think though. it's Thomas Edward Brady.
2: My middle name is the
3: same as Tom
2: Brady's, apparently.
3: I guess. I guess. That's pretty neat. You're like related, Tom Brady. Oh, unfortunately.
0: Well, besides it being 50 days away, there's not a ton of NFL news. I guess the only thing I'll ask before we move on is, Preston, where is Josh Jacobs and Saquon Barkley playing this upcoming
3: season? Uh, Jacobs going to stay in Las Vegas, I think. I don't think he'll go anywhere. It just doesn't make sense. The- there's those two bigger backs on the mark. Well, I say two. I don't really count Zeke as a bigger back, even though he's bigger. Uh, Dalvin Coke, I think, would be the top available back. Um, so if they released Jacobs or whatever happens, if he doesn't sign and they cut him, I think that Dalvin will go there. But Saquon's an interesting situation. Personally, I don't think he should go anywhere. But then again like Tampa Bay that'd be interesting do you think if he had the opportunity he would sit out I think he
0: will sit out see but here's my issue with that I think we, he,
3: yeah I mean he has enough money
0: the reason why running backs are undervalued is because they don't they don't have the longevity as other players they get hit so much Saquon Barkley is a young player not not super young but he's a young player who can still play football. Not most running backs can do that. So that's why I'm saying he needs to use this year. Maybe a year to recoup and sit out. But Jude, how big of a baby is he if he sits out the year? Not, not signing that franchise tag of $10 million.
1: Oh, man. He's like... Okay, hold on. He's like when you're walking down... Uh, you might need in price chopper. But like you're walking down the aisle and you just you see this boy. He wants that like Lego set. <laughs> I've heard they, got, they got the weird toy section. And he's like, I have a Lego set. But mom says no. And he starts crying. Everybody's like, oh, what's that baby crying about? Oh wait, he didn't get the new Lego set. That'd be safe on Barkley. He wants that Lego set, but he's got a hundred thousand Legos at home in the bin. Come on, man! Just suck it up. You don't need any
0: more Legos. <laughs> that was very well said.
3: Dude has the greatest metaphors today.
0: As well said. I don't know how we can uh, end any other way, so we're just gonna move on to Big Twelve. Uh, our Big Twelve media days were last week, and not not anything special out of it except for the Big Twelve media at you know, media days, they released their preseason poll. And I'm going to read the rankings. I'm going to read off the rankings, and we'll discuss the rankings. We have Texas at number one, Kansas State at number two, number three is Oklahoma, four is Texas Tech, TCU coming in at five, Baylor at six, Oklahoma State at seven, newcomer UCF at eight, Kansas at nine, Iowa State ten, Newcomer as well, BYU at 11, Houston, Cincinnati 12 and 13, also newcomers, and rounding out the 14 team conference, West Virginia at last. So, the only other thing I'll throw in here is how many first place votes they'll have. So, Texas was first. Obviously, all the media voted. This is how they came up with the rankings. Texas had 41 first place votes, Kansas State had 14. Oklahoma and Texas Tech both had four, TCU had three, and Oklahoma State had one. What stands out to you about this list, Preston, with Kansas State at two? Is there anything? Is there anybody who you think is low, anybody you think is high? What, what do you like about this list? What do you hate about this list?
3: Uh, personally, I think K-State's high. I wouldn't have them at two. I think they're more of a five, four or five range as of right now. As, as soon as we see our wide receivers, then sure. And KU at 9 is a bit surprising to me. I would have him at like 6 12. to 7. Six to seven. Um, and Cincinnati that low, I think Cincinnati will finish top 8 easily.
0: Okay. Uh, Jude, I'm scared to ask you, but what do you hate, what do you love about this list?
1: Yeah, I agree Press in case they should not be at two. They should be at, like, one or something. <laughs> but uh, TCU, um, they just went, like, 13-1, kind of. But I don't even know what their record was last year, but they hardly that low. They must well, have lost a lot. they of lost their
3: quarterback and their running back. I didn't
1: think Max Duggan was very good. Yeah, me neither. Uh, I don't even remember their running back. He was clearly – well, I guess they lost that receiver.
3: Yeah, and but, Johnson, yeah.
1: I don't know. I feel like clearly their coach did something right. Iowa State I think they are gonna be better. They're always good. They're always just they're always just <laughs> I know they just I know they lost a couple some
0: I heard they have a pretty good running back this year.
1: Yeah, I I didn't hear that. I don't know who that is, to be honest. I actually don't either but he, I just know
0: Iowa State running backs. I
1: know Bruce Hall one year, he was pretty good. David Montgomery David Montgomery was pretty good. I, I just know they have a good
0: it kind of seems like you like Iowa State.
1: Oklahoma, I think, they should be bottom <laughs> four. Oklahoma should be bottom four for sure. I only know one Oklahoma Oklahoma fan. Clearly he has no hope in the... Uh, I don't even know their coach anymore. Like, that's how bad it is there.
3: Who is their coach? Do you think anyone? Vin or Brails?
0: It starts with a V and with an S. Someone i never heard of. Vin Brails. All right, Micah, do you think Kansas at nine is too low, too high, or just right? I mean, I'd put them up one or two or three position or ranks I guess, but that's just me. I think they're gonna be pretty good this year. I think so too. Preston, is the hype behind Texas being number one? Now I will say, the margin from number one to Kansas State being number two is not massive. Like, the margin is, is small. But is Texas number one, is that pretty obvious?
3: I think there's a lot wrong with this standings. I personally would have put K State above Texas, so to see Texas at the one, that's a bit surprising. I don't think Quinn Ewers is that guy. Now, if they they go to Arch Manning, you know, I'd give him a shot at Big Championship. But if
0: they do, grow, they're gonna have growing pains.
3: I mean, maybe maybe he'll just be that stud. But,
1: Jude,
0: Jude, how how good is Arch Manning gonna be this year? He's like if he plays. He's going to be
1: better than Peyton, that's for sure. Peyton Manning, I feel like he was watched <laughs> for a while. He won the Super Bowl in like his last year or so. But, I I mean, Eli Manning, Peyton Manning, they had success. Arch Manning is like 10 times better at least. Just look at the man. Look at the man. Look at his face. Look at his smile. I've
3: definitely never seen a picture of him. <laughs> what? I've never seen a picture of him.
1: Oh, really? Not even on the max preps. No, no, Max Preps. What? He's a good-looking
3: guy. you out here stalking Max Preps? No,
1: the Max Preps
3: cover. Instagram?
1: Yeah, they have an Instagram page. It always shows up. Oh. All he's the, the face of Max Preps. Okay. No, it was a while ago,
0: but... He, um, so, so people are saying he might redshirt this year, which would make sense if Quinn Ewers is as good as people say. I personally have seen him play live. I do not think he's very good. He was in a system where Bijan Robinson was just carrying him last year. Now, yeah, so moving off Texas, kind of, I don't think the Big 12 will have a representative in the CFP this year. There's just the only chance at it, even if you go undefeated. Kansas State Wildcats. Well, they have to go undefeated, which in the Big 12, as even as it is, there's no star and there's no. There's only a couple trash teams. There's very even. I feel like K-State will slip up at least once or twice. And a one-loss Big 12 team is not getting in. Now, the only thing I'm seeing is Texas could get in, but they would have to beat Alabama in Week 2. What do you think the chances, Jude, of Texas, without Bijan Robinson, beating, well, they have the best receiver in the nation, but beating Alabama and Nick Saban?
1: I mean, I see them. (laughs)
3: <laughs> they it. they it's like, all in lose, one and nine.
1: <laughs> you know they lose like three games in the entire season, which puts them out of contention. Right. But you see, Kansas State beats Texas. Oh wait, Texas beat Alabama. Kansas State beat Texas. Kansas State's better than Alabama. <laughs> we saw. The, Amen. Uh, just like last year, the Sugar you know, Bowl. You know, I'm just saying that doesn't count because. We Bryce were, Young. Yeah, we were. We were. Um, we had something. I'm not sure on that one, but we yeah, have I think yeah. Deuce
3: got injured. And like half our defense. Yeah, some guys
0: step out to, or sit out
1: yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah, we were waiting at the time, I think. We were.
0: Who has the best chance of improving on this list?
3: Like overall? Yeah. At the end of the year. Like currently? Okay, okay. I I see this. From see by it. the end of the season. Uh Cincinnati. Most
0: spots moved up. Okay, Jude, what about you? Iowa State. Okay. Iowa State is at 10. Cincinnati is at 13. Micah? Cincinnati. Cincinnati is a good team. I have to say, not like not even on, unbi- I just have to say Kansas because I believe they can move up three or four spots.
3: I think Cincinnati is moving up like six. Okay.
0: Good to know. All right. Who has the best chance of, or who is going to fall the most? Kansas.
1: Texas.
0: Kansas is at
3: nine.
1: Kansas is just... I mean, they can fall six spaces or whatever. That's what's going to happen.
3: Okay. All right. Preston? Um, I'll say Oklahoma or TCU. Okay. Micah? I don't know.
0: <laughs> what do you think, Desiree? Um, I'm stuck between... Well, okay. I want to say Baylor, but Baylor's a good football team every single year. I have to go with UCF because they're at eight, and whenever a team... Joins a new conference. They always have growing pains, even if they're a successful team. I think Kansas will jump up. Well, Kansas and Iowa State will hop over them, at least. I think UCF will be a good football team. We'll get a couple of good wins, but they're going to struggle in a conference that's more competitive than the conference they were. Before yeah. I'd have to agree with you on that. <laughs> if I
1: need to change my answer to Oklahoma. I think they're dropping that, to the bottom four.
0: That's what I was saying. They're yeah. at number three right now. I think OU drops a ton. I'm trying to get his name right. It's right. His first name is Brett, the coach of Oklahoma. Brett Venerables OU. or R. something. Like
3: <laughs>
0: not, <laughs> not, not far. Okay. <laughs>
3: money, money Launderer.
0: Here, I'll make a deal with you, Preston and Jude. If we talk really quick about K-State football next time, like just get you a little soapbox and you guys can just talk about it. Next time, can we talk about KU football I, for a little I, while? I
3: think we should let you talk about KU football right now. Right now? And then we'll talk about K State next can time. Can
0: I just be excited about it? I don't yeah. have much time. I'll you try to make this quick. You
1: don't need much
0: time. This you is true. You need all of the time. Amen. I need all of the time. All right. So KU football, I already said during the – Speedrun that KU football, I think, is going to be very successful this year, and very successful for KU football is having not losing record. Okay, that's extremely successful for us. For K State football, that's every single year, but we're talking about KU, no more K State for the rest of this talk. I want to read a very quick article. I don't think I can read all of it, but it just shows the success potential of Kansas I believe that Kansas has a top three coach in the Big 12 I think Kleiman is probably above Leipold right as of right now Um, as developing players Kleiman's much better but with Leipold he can he can flip around a system and a friend not franchise it's 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 college much much better than we than uh, most coaches can But he still is only, he's never won a Division I until the last year. So I'm just going to say quarterback, Jalen Daniels, obviously preseason offense player of the year, which is awesome. But here's what they wrote They said Kansas won multiple Big 12 games last year and earned a bull trip for the first time since 2008. The Jayhawks earned an AP top 25 ranking for the first time since 2009. Simply surprising opponents won't be good enough anymore. The Jayhawks expect to compete for more as Coach Lance, Lance Leipold continues to mold the program in his image. Now, here's my prediction for the season. I'm just going to throw it out right now, and I'll probably revise it once I look at the schedule more in depth. Kansas football will be 8-4 this year. Okay? That's, that's a good estimate. Jude, what, what do you think about that? I know you do not not very high on KU football right now.
1: I don't know much about that. I just remember Jalen Daniels not being – he's going to be injured. That's honestly – that's my prediction.
0: Okay. Eight and four is good enough for top five. Probably. But
1: eight and four is not realistic. Like, uh, Yeah. Think about it. Okay. Three and whatever the
3: other number would be. <laughs> Three and
1: nine? Yeah.
0: That's more realistic for you?
3: Uh, I wouldn't drop him that low.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm a little high on them, but I do think we have the best quarterback in the league – or in the conference. And I think he's a Heisman contender, and we have a really great coach, and we have a we have an electric offense and a young defense. So, but sorry, what I wanted to go into that is the future of Kansas football is very good. They're going to be good this year. Their recruiting class is very good. We're going to be very. I told Preston, I said we're going to be good in twenty twenty six. Oh yeah,
3: what year is it?
0: This year is twenty twenty three. So, like three years from now. Two and yeah. a half.
3: Just I will be graduated by then.
0: This is this is true.
3: Nice. Yeah, I'll we'll be
1: playing by then.
3: Playing what? Starting center. Football. KU football. Center. W- center. Yeah,
1: man.
0: I heard a quote this week. I heard a quote. It was Peyton and Eli were talking about how the Kelsey brothers aren't as good as them, and he goes, he goes, he goes. There's a reason why Jason Kelsey plays center you give the ball to him at the beginning of the play and you never want him to touch it again. You get it out of there as fast as you can because you don't want the center ever touching the ball because he's the least talented position on the the field. And I was like, whoa. So you calling me a center. I don't know how that makes me feel. I give you
1: safety, to be honest. Like, you could be a solid safety in the NFL. I'm
0: not very fast.
1: That's why you train.
0: This is true. All right, to finish this out, I'm going to read off a little ranking that people did uh, Jeremy Fowler, who is the senior NFL national reporter for ESPN. That's a pretty cool title. Would you rate that 1 to 10?
1: Um, 7 out of – 7.5 out of 10.
0: Okay. Executives, coaches, and scouts – and I heard a couple players maybe as well – ranked the NFL's top 10 quarterbacks for 2023. Last year on this list, Aaron Rodgers was number one. Patrick Mahomes was number two. And now it's saying it's an ESPN Plus article, which – I do have, but not on this browser. I just know Mahomes is now one. I could just had a stroke. I do know that Mahomes is number one and then oh gosh. I apologize. Mahomes is number one. I believe Joe Burrow is number two. Okay. Basically, Rodgers went down to four. That's what I wanted to get to. What do you think about that, Jude?
1: Bro, he's top three at least. Exactly. Jabir. That's what I'm saying. Joe Burrow's at six, maybe. They swap.
0: They put swap. Jalen Hurts at number six. Preston, what do you think about that ranking?
3: Down to four. Like, I'm thinking man should be like dropping a bit more.
0: Like mm. has no faith in the Jets this six year. Six to mm, eight. Jets are gonna be good this
3: year. I think Burrow's a solid two. I think people are underrating Jalen Hurts. Overrating Josh Allen. Underrating Jared Goff.
0: (laughs) Jared Goff, I believe, was not on that list. I do know Dak Prescott was number 10. Mm -hmm. I apologize for not having the official list. For some reason, I'm having technical difficulties. Jared
3: Goff is above Dak Prescott.
1: I'd
0: have to agree with you. Russell Wilson,
1: comeback season.
0: I don't know. Or else, I feel like he might have been number 9, which I think would have been funny. It doesn't really matter because... All of the AFC quarterbacks were on there, and only a couple of the NFC quarterbacks are on there. AFC is going to be tough. I'm excited for the Chiefs' start. 50 days, when you listen to this, it's only 49 days, but 50 days until NFL. Jude, we had a lot to talk about today, and if everybody's still listening, we all know why they're still listening. They're listening for the quote of the day. Jude Miley, please send us out. Hold
1: with- on,
2: hold on.
0: I have to ask. You just... Did you listen
2: to the one that Ty gave a few episodes ago?
1: No, I I was going to, but I just didn't. Oh,
0: I wanted to know if you've approved of that. Yeah, that quote. He replaced you, but not really. It was an it was, excellent It's It was a hard quote. role to replace. If you have not heard this quote, I'm talking to the audience now. If you have not heard this quote, please go listen to it. Those were two very, very fun episodes to record. Jude was not there, so Ty did have a quote at the end of part two. But... As Micah rudely interrupted me, we're going to start back up. Jude Miley, after a long day of podcasting. And as we look forward to the future, 50 days away from the NFL season, with Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs looking to defend their title with Andy Reid. Do you have a quote for us? A quote of the day.
1: Alright, you're about to hear some of the wisest words in the entire uh, Central America. Central America. Hold on, listen to me now, Kanye West made Taylor Swift famous, thank you very much.